90 Day Fiance Crazy in Love, the podcast. I am your co-host, John, here with my lovely wife, Teresa. Hey, everyone. How's everyone doing today? I'm doing fantastic. I hope you are. I am. Thanks for asking. It's like Christmas Eve today for us. It's like Christmas Eve. We are on the cusp of a new 90 Day series, 90 Day the Other Way, Season 2. That's right. It's Christmas without the ability to wake up early (laughs) and unwrap that gift. You have to wait, unfortunately. We have to wait. And that's okay because... Good things come to those who wait. Exactly. You just stole my thought. Oh, I'm sorry. That's that's okay. (laughs) I'll live. We're married. We're married, so we sort of think the same. We actually do, and it gets to the point that it's creepy sometimes. It's a little creepy. But I love it. So let's talk about who we are, what we're doing here. We're 90-day fanatics. Put a 90 in front of anything and we're in, right? That's right. We'll watch 90-day fiancé, 90-day the other way. 90-day happily ever after. Before the 90-day. Quarantine. All things 90-day. We are absolutely in. So a little bit about us. We are husband and wife. We are an international couple. Maybe you picked up on Teresa's accent. However, we did not meet the way all our 90-day friends have. Well, we were on a dating site, but it was not an international dating site. No, we both were living and working and studying in New York City at the time. And, as millennials do in New York City, we went on Tinder. Looking for love is a bold statement, but we were looking for something, and we ended up finding each other. And when we did find each other, when we swiped right, I'll be honest, I wasn't sure that you were foreign. Thank you. I'll take it as a compliment. It's not a compliment, and it's not an insult. It is just the fact that when we communicated via text or via chat, via message, your English was fantastic. Oh, thank you. I could not hear an accent. That's right. Until we met in person. And it changed your life. It did. We're married. Or better. (laughs) We are married. When we met, I've been in the U.S. for over five years at the time, doing my own thing. I came here as an au pair. I ended up going to college, got my work experience, and while doing so, I met John. Which is different then 90 day. Every person comes to this country on 90 day for love. But I came here to learn English. Mm. I came here for one year to learn English. I got opportunities to stay, go to college. And as I was going and doing my own thing, I met John. And I realized that I would love to meet someone because it gets lonely when it's just you in the Big Apple. So I went on Tinder. And I went on Tinder as someone who had just moved to the city from small town Connecticut, feeling lonely. New York City has 8 million people, but it's so easy to feel alone amongst those 8 million people, which seems surprising. You think in a city that never sleeps, in a city that is buzzing at all times, you're constantly surrounded by people. How could you feel lonely? But you, you do. do. You really do. I have to agree with you on this. My life was my work. I worked hard. 
I plan on going back to school and that was all I focused on and then one day I woke up thinking wait a minute I'm definitely gonna be in this country for the next three years for sure and I'm alone all the time unless one of my girlfriends want to grab drinks I'm alone so I downloaded tinder and I downloaded tinder I didn't have girlfriends that may want to get drinks, but I was looking for girlfriends that may want to get drinks. And so I downloaded Tinder, went on a couple terrible dates. and Same. Yeah. You're going to go on bad dates, guys. If you're you out there. You've got to go on, a bad, on bad dates. If you're out there and you're single and you keep making the wrong decision, you feel like you're swiping right on the wrong people, just keep swiping. Because eventually, you may find the love of your life. You may end up married recording a podcast together with your significant other, you don't know where that swipe's going to take you. Don't be scared to swipe. That's correct. So we did. We both swiped right on each other. I didn't know you were foreign. I didn't know that you were so tall. So we were both surprised <laughs> when we met for the first time. She had, she had given me a little warning that she spoke funny, as she said. I was trying to prepare you for the date. And it's a kind thing for you to do because here in America, we're used to certain accents. We're used to Spanish accents. We're used to Boston accents. But we're not used to Czech accents. And I don't know if we covered that. You are from the Czech Republic. I am indeed from the Czech Republic. Yes, that accent is not a familiar one here in the States. Born and raised. Czech Republic. Very wood, cool. Wood, wood. You may have heard of Prague, a little city in the Czech Republic. It's not that little, but I'm sure most of our listeners have heard of Prague because, let's be honest here, Prague is the gem of Europe. Okay. I, was, I thought you were going to say the gem of the Czech Republic. It's not. It's the gem of Europe because it's the only city that was not destroyed by the wars. I didn't know this was a history podcast. I thought this was a I trashy know, TV I know. podcast. I, I got carried over. <laughs> so, Teresa's from the Czech Republic. I'm from small town Connecticut. We both swiped right in the big city, and we met each other. From my pictures, she thought I was going to be short. From her texting, I thought she would be fluent in English. We were both <laughs> wrong, but we were both pleasantly surprised. Wait a minute. I am fluent in English. Yes, you are. But I have to give John credit for my English. He, since we started dating, he helped me up a lot. Because prior to meeting John, I was surrounded by people, but no one was that close to me to be comfortable enough to tell me that your English is not good. That this is not how you speak. People were always, oh my God, your English is great. You sound great. I even feel like it got into my head. So I was like, wait a minute. I don't think my English is great, but since everyone else thinks, I'll just roll with it. I kept saying stuffs instead of stuff. <laughs> and a lot of other mispronunciations. Yes. And then I met John, who actually pays his bills with the English language. Yeah, full disclosure, I'm a writer. Uh, I'm in the advertising business as a writer. So it was interesting for me to spend most of my time with someone who would butcher the English language. A little bit. A little bit. A little, a little, a little butchering. But I found that I could come in handy, that I could add value to your life by 
steering you in the right direction by showing you the correct way to speak English. And you did. And I think my English got way better. I think so. And I'm only going to take partial credit for that. Thank you. But we've we've strayed away from from the main point of this story, which is we met each other. You, a foreigner, me, an American. We hit it off. It went so well that first night that we met up shortly thereafter. And it wasn't it wasn't before long that I introduced you to 90 Day Fiance. <laughs> I remember that night. I was so surprised that you had never seen it before. Maybe it's because they don't show it in Europe. Not even that. I've been in the U.S. for five years at a time, for over five years. And I just never watched cable television. Let's be honest. And why, why would you watch trash TV like that? Well, I did. But I was more focusing on TV shows I knew from Czech that I started watching in English to kind of help me improve the way I speak, learn new words, you know, yada, yada, yada. But I never watched 90 Day Fiancé or anything like that. So after our first meeting, we realized there was something there. We started hanging out more and more, and I got comfortable with you, T, to the point where I said, fuck it, let me introduce you to my favorite show, 90 Day Fiancé. And I was worried about showing it to you, even though I loved it. I was worried about showing it to you because I didn't know how you would take it. As a foreigner yourself, a lot of these foreigners on this show are up to no good. They're scamming. Their intentions are bad. I didn't think yours were, but I thought for maybe one second, if I show this to you, you'll think, this is a test. He wants to see if I'm like these other green card chasers. I never thought that, but I don't think everyone on the show is a green card chaser. Absolutely not. But I think the original excitement for me in watching this show was that there were a lot of (laughs) fraudulent couples. And that's an awesome entertainment. It's the best entertainment. So the first night I presented it to you, I asked... I said, have you ever seen 90 Day Fiancé? And your answer was no. I had no idea what 90 Day Fiancé was. So I was like, sure, let's let's watch it. I'll give it a shot. So we threw on an episode, and I waited anxiously for her reaction. And we watched an hour-long episode, and there was no laughter. There was no banter. I don't think there was any interaction between us which I would later come to find out was because T was so mesmerized, so enthralled by the show that she would not speak to me during it. But at the time, I was worried she was offended that I would even put this show on. It did not cross my mind at all. All I wanted to do was to watch more. I'm like, give me more! And that's exactly what we did. We started that night, I think, 6.30 p.m. after dinner. We threw it on TV. And after that first episode, it didn't stop. We went until 2, 2.30 in the morning watching 90 Day Fiancé marathons. Until the moment that we could not keep our eyes open anymore. Yeah, it was a weeknight. We had work the next day. We had to go to bed. (laughs) 
I was seriously thinking of taking the next day off so we could keep watching, <laughs> but we did not. But to that point, we are huge fans of the 90-day franchise. And we should have done this a long time ago. We should have started this podcast a long time ago. We should have. We've been through a lot of the same things that these couples have been through. Not the K-1 visa process, but the multicultural aspect the green card process, the interviews, the introducing a foreigner to the friends and family. Mm -hmm. We've been through it all. It goes both ways. It goes both ways. We've been through the same things that these cast of characters have been through. So we can speak to it in a different way. And we finally thought it's about time that we do a podcast and we give you our thoughts. We give you our side. And our experiences. Our experience, our personal story right along with their stories. So what can you expect from 90 Day Fiance Crazy in Love, the podcast? You can expect us to be brutally honest about each cast member on 90 Day Fiance before the 90 Day, 90 Day Fiance Happily Ever After. We're following everyone's social media. We see what's happening in everyone's lives. We're going to tell you how we see it, what we think is real, what we think is fake what we've been through, what we haven't been through. We're going to compare their experience to our experience, even though it's slightly different. There are lots of similarities that we can speak to. John and I got very lucky with everyone being very accepting of our relationship. John's parents love me. My parents love John. We never had to deal with anyone doubting our relationship. But we know some of our 90 day fiance cast members have so we definitely want to dive deep into it i can feel the pain especially from the foreigners who come to this country and they don't know what's going on they don't know the language well they don't have any family or friends around so i can compare myself to them and you can expect t to be very honest, very truthful with her opinion. That's what she's known for in our circle. She's not going to hold back. She's not going to bite her tongue. So you can look forward to that. I'm dead honest that John had to come up with code words for me to use in public so we don't offend our surroundings, which I don't offend people. I love people. I love all people. So whatever I say, I don't mean to harm anyone. I'm just going to say what I think. But... I am not trying to offend anyone. I think the European culture is a little more liberal. People don't mind their P's and Q's. They're not as politically correct. And that's what you've brought to America. That's what you've brought to my life. But sometimes it makes me uncomfortable. And so I have come up with some code words so that we can have a conversation without getting our ass kicked in public. I don't think we would get our ass kicked, but I... I understand where you're coming from, so I respect that. But you can see a lot of foreigners on this show being a similar way, just saying what's on their mind. Give me an example. Varya. Varya comes to the U.S., surprises Jeffrey, meets with his friends at a bar. Mary comes in and Varya just speaks what's under her mind. She doesn't hold back. If that's something she wants to say, she says it. And I am the same way. Maybe not as aggressive as Varya, as I don't think I would confront John's friends. But if they were wrong, if there was something wrong, I would. I would speak my mind. 
and I would just hope that John would back me up. So I think that's what you have to look forward to. T is definitely going to speak her mind on this podcast. She's also quite the internet sleuth. She does her research. She digs into the crevices of the internet and finds out the secrets of these couples. She's always telling me something new that I didn't know. So I hope <laughs> I hope you're willing to do that for the audience. I should have been a detective. I think if you were going to change careers right now, you probably would become a P.I., Fuck B.I. I would be a detective. What's like the real de- one. Oh, not a private investigator. No. You- I would lead the department of investigations <laughs> in whatever city we live in. Okay. Well, she's going to bring that to the podcast. So there may be a spoiler alert or two. But we will always give you a heads up if there is a spoiler alert and you guys didn't see the episode yet or if it's something we you know found on social media. We'll let you know ahead so you guys can skip because we all hate spoilers. We don't want to ruin this experience for anyone. We know 90 Day Fiance is a way of life. And if you ruined a week's episode because you listened to a podcast, well, that's awful. What good is that? So we're going to let you know. We will not spoil this for you. We will try our best to give you all the information, all the juicy stuff you want to hear. Without spoiling it, but again, if there is a spoiler, we'll give you a heads up. You have our promise. So, speaking of what's to come, we are on the eve of 90 Day Fiancé The Other Way, Season 2. We were a little apprehensive about 90 Day Fiancé The Other Way. Season 1? Yeah. I remember. We started watching because we loved 90 Day. And we didn't love it the first 20 to 30 minutes, so we turned it off. And then a few days later, we were like, hey, let's let's give it another shot. It's 90 day. Love it. Love everything 90 day. Let's see. And we fucking loved it. <laughs> I think we were initially into the idea, because that's our experience, of foreigners coming to America. So the idea of Americans going to a foreign country wasn't so exciting to us. Well, since you brought it up, there is always this thought in my head that if there was an opportunity for us to move to Europe, I would jump on it because I do miss my homeland. I miss my family. And, you know, it's hard to be this far away. As much as we try to go once a year, sometimes it's not enough. And I would be willing to go the other way, as they say. But as we spoke earlier, my career revolves around the English language as a writer, and I don't know that I could. I totally agree with John. Moving to Europe would be awesome, but it would not help us moving forward in our careers, including mine. As far as we can see, we're here in America for the long haul, but... That just gives us more reason and gets us more excited about watching season two of The Other Way. And what gets me excited, personally, T, and I don't know if you agree, is the four new couples that we... Oh my god, we love new couples. We love the staples, but there's nothing better than new blood. New stories. So we have four new couples, and I'm probably going to butcher their names. And that's okay. But we have Brittany... And Yazin. 
We have Ariella and Biniam. We have Tim and Melissa, which sounds like a more sexual Melissa, but it's Melissa, Melissa. We will learn tomorrow. We're going to find out tomorrow. And then we have Kenneth and Armando, which is our first, I will say, our first gay couple. We have our first gay couple, which you may disagree with. I know you, you could argue Stephanie and Erica were the first gay 90 couple. Well, they were bisexual. In my, in my opinion, here comes the honesty. Being bi is not being gay. Change my mind. No, I agree with you, and that's why I'm saying I think Kenneth and Armando are our first gay couple. I totally agree with you. Stephanie's mom doesn't agree that she's gay. Stephanie's mom's also Czech, so I totally see where she's coming from. I know that I'm close-minded, I'm very open-minded, but I also grew up in the Czech Republic, so I can tell that people are not there yet with the whole bisexual, gay... No gender, all gender. Like, we're not there yet, unfortunately. The Czech Republic is a little more conservative. Correct. We are not. We want you to love who you love. We love love. We love love. We're in love. We want you to love. We support real love. No matter who you love, who you choose to love, or who you fall in love with. As long as it's love, we love it. Love it. But we're going to call you out if we think it's bullshit. Exactly. So we have we have those four new couples. And we have two returning couples. We have Jenny and Samit. Which, okay, speaking of calling out couples, I wasn't totally convinced that they were a real couple. Me neither. But once I saw their interactions and the fact that Samit was going to... To break the rules of his religion or his culture to be with Jenny. Wow. He should have told her that he's married. Let's be honest here, Summit. You should have told Jenny the truth. But my respect to you going for what you believe is right for you. Yeah, I agree with that. I think the season showed that they love each other. So I'm excited to see what happens in season two. We'll see if we were right or if we were wrong, if it's true love or if it's not. I feel like this season's going to expose it. So that's one returning couple. And then we have Devin and June. We have Ju- Junie. Jihoon. Jihoon. Junie. We love Junie. Jihoon. <laughs> he, he, yeah. He is one of the funniest people of 90 Day Fiance ever. Unin- a- unintentionally. Exactly. And that's the best funny. Being unintentionally funny is the best. And I don't think we're laughing at him. I think we're laughing with him. I just don't think he knows that he's the punchline. I Honestly, I can kind of associate myself with Jihoon because I am not trying to be funny, but I crack people up just being myself, not trying to be funny, just saying things. What's on my mind? So I kind of get it, and I love it. It's a little Boratish with you, people. Did you did you say Boratish like Borat? Yeah, yeah. I think <laughs> Borat is funny, in the sense that he was not trying to be funny. How are you comparing your wife to Borat? A hundred percent. 
<laughs> he was not trying to be funny. Of course he was. It was a movie. But the reason he was funny was because he was just a fish out of water doing his own thing. And we were thinking, that's crazy. You don't do that here in America. And that's what you do. That's what Junie does. And that's why it's entertaining. And that's why we love it. And that's why I can't wait for season two of The Other Way. Couple, A couple couples. We have a couple couples that we love. And we have four couples that we don't know what to expect from. That's what this is all about. Meeting new people, learning new things, seeing their experience. Is it love? Is it not love? And speaking of love, I'm going to ask you so that our listeners can learn a little bit more about us. Tell me, who do you love and who do you hate to love? Ooh, that's that's a difficult question. Because as you turn on 90 Day Whatever, fiancé, the other way, yeah. there is always someone you watch because you love, you want to see them succeed, and there's always a couple you watch because you love to hate them. That's totally right. And I have to say there are so many couples that I love and even more couples that I love to hate. <laughs> From just like the top of my head, I love to hate baby girl Lisa. You love to and hate. And Soja Boy. Because, oh my God, please tell Lisa how naive she is. Well, I saw on social media that Soldier Boy was posting an article that he was quoted in saying he did not marry Lisa just for America or just for the money. I call BS. Because, and here's his quote, if he was doing that, he would have married a richer woman. What he said is he was marrying her because he felt bad for her. It was almost a pity marry. He felt bad for her. That's even worse. I feel bad for you. (laughs) (laughs) I think that Lisa needs to look in the mirror and be honest with herself. Be honest with the situation. And we're a few hours away from the tell-all. So I can't really tell you any more information just from what I what I see. Come on, Lisa. He was with you to get to America. Period. He was not with you because he loved you. He might have felt bad for you. But he was not with you for who you are. Because, girl... Even if you go on a date, you put yourself together, you brush your hair, you do your nails. The fact that you flew across the world with your gray hair showing and your freaking long, ugly nail and your grandma pajamas on, that's not how you're going to get your man. And this is not me trying to be mean. This is just me observing the situation. And these are the conversations, these are the debates that... T and I have in private that we're now going to let you in on. And a prime one is Lisa versus Angela. Angela. Who? You don't even know the question yet. Oh, sorry. I just, and whatever the question is, it's Angela. Well, now here's the question and let's see if it changes. Who is more sexual? Angela. (laughs) Yeah. Honestly, baby girl Lisa looks like E.T. the extra terrestrial. Who just came down to Earth and was riding the bicycle with a with a sheet over his hat? That sounds terrible. I. That's how I see baby girl Lisa and Lisa. Don't you, you... Just gotta find a man that's equal to you in the United States. 
That's all I have to say. I think it would be better if Lisa had a sheet over her head. That's that. That is actually true. Oh, good point. Every time she wears those African sheets over her head, my apologies. I do not know what it's called. I'm not trying to make fun of the cultural thing, but whatever. Every time she wears it over her head, she looks so much better. She should just be wearing the sheets over her head well, and just stop talking. Just be there with the sheet on her head. Okay, so baby girl Lisa and Usman, that's a love to hate. Do you love anyone? Is there anyone you want to see succeed as a couple? Well, yes, and I think most of the people I wanted to succeed, they have succeeded, like Lauren and Alexi, mm. or even Elizabeth and Andre. Whoa. I love, I love their constant bottles over money it's entertaining but deep down i believe they are a real couple and they are somehow making it work and i'm rooting for them i would agree with that and speaking of those couples there are a lot of florida couples that's correct we'll tell you right now we won't tell you what city but we're in florida we met in new york but we are currently residing in florida so it's interesting to watch all of these couples from the same state as us. We all know Florida's crazy. We all know there's a lot of kooks in Florida. But apparently there's a lot of international couples in Florida too, so we feel right at home here. Who do you love and love to hate? Who do I love? Okay, I have two answers for you. Numero uno, it's not a Spanish couple, but it is a couple that we had sent to us via Cameo as a wedding gift, as a part of a wedding gift from good friends of ours. And that was a Cameo from David and Annie. Oh my God, we love David and Annie. As much as I thought that it's a big scam when we watched. I didn't think it was that big of a scam. I felt bad for David. The guy didn't have a job. He was trying to come up with money to buy a water buffalo. Which is a situation I've never been part of, but I can only imagine the stress. How many John literally said that if my parents required <laughs> him to buy a water buffalo, he would not propose to me. I love you, T, but I do not have that many bot. I just don't have that many bot. But, 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 but. So I love them. They sent us the sweetest cameo, but. I agree. I agree. But. But. but how many buts? But, but. I love Michael and Juliana. And it's not just that I love them as a couple. I love the whole relationship with Michael's ex-wife and Juliana and the kids are hilarious. That whole dynamic is beautiful to me. So I root for them because I root for the happiness of that family. I agree. But you asked me, who do I love to hate? Yes. And I'm going to say, and this is a little broad, but I love to hate Darcy and anyone. Oh my god, I'm so with you. Darcy and Jesse, Darcy and Tom. I used to love Darcy. She was a she is a fellow Connecticutian. She's from the same state as me. I was so mesmerized when the 90 day fiance cameras showed up in Connecticut. I couldn't get enough of it. But then I see her. I see her and her sister. It's absolutely bonkers and i love to hate it at this point i every time her name every time middletown connecticut comes up on screen i am disgusted but i am delighted it's as simple as that 
I love her and I love to hate her in the same time. Because say whatever you want, but she brings the entertainment. She cries a lot. She looks worse and worse every single season. Because of the plastic surgeries. Darcy, if you're listening, please stop. Like, girl, you were a decent looking a few years back. What are you doing with your life? Well, I will say I saw on social media her and her sister are trying to sell cosmetics. They're Please trying, don't. They're trying to sell face creams. They're trying I to saw s- they're trying to sell wigs. Nobody wants to look like you, Darcy. <laughs> Whatever you're doing, it's wrong. Go back 10 years, 15 years. I'm sure you were a beautiful woman. But the more you do, the worse it gets. So I don't know who is buying your products. I don't think anyone is. And I don't think they should. But I love to hate her. I don't know if she's going to show up again. I assume I she ho- is. I hope she will. I assume Please she is. Please bring a new foreigner to this show. <laughs> Please, Darcy. Someone who makes you cry again. I feel bad for her daughters. I, I feel... feel bad for her. <laughs> it's it's a mess. That's why I love to it's hate a mess. her. That's yes. why I love to hate her. But deep down, I do wish you happiness, Darcy. But happiness would not be entertaining. So that's why we yeah. love to hate you. We care more about our happiness than your happiness. Yes. So Keep being crazy. Keep the entertainment coming. We're looking forward to the second season of 90 Day Fiance the other way. It premieres tomorrow. We couldn't we be can't wait. We couldn't be more excited. Tonight is the tell all of 90 Day Fiance before the I'm 90 Day. I'm excited about it as well. What are we doing here recording? We gotta go watch this. Oh my god. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Make sure you follow us at 90 Day Crazy and Love on Instagram. I promise you, you're not going to want to miss a second of this podcast, a second of our social feed. We're going to give it to you. We're going to give you the truth from an international couple's perspective, something you're not going to find anywhere else. 90 Day Fiance is edited upside down, inside and out. We're going to give it to you straight. We're going to tell you how it is. Hit that subscribe button. Follow us at 90 Day Crazy and Love on Instagram. T, anything else to say? I think I'm good. We're fired up. We're going to go watch 90 Day the Tell All. Check back in after the first episode of 90 Day the other way. You're not going to want to miss it. Thanks for tuning in to this prologue. Thanks, everyone. We'll see you soon. We'll see you soon.